Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Welcome back to another episode of the Trend Centers Talk Back on Alpha Blokes. Fucking nice. Welcome back to the Talk Back. How good. Thirsty Thursday. That's right. Talking about that, let's crack a better beer. Win a tin, class in a glass. Day for it. Day for it. Day for it. Jogging a can. The athlete's choice. Mm. Cheers, brother. Another Harley. Thanks, yeah, bro. shout out to Harleys. <laughs> um, yeah, so this episode, like you already know, we hear from you, Weapons. Pick the highlights out of the carry-on call line, which you can reach on 07-3102-3932 if you want to get involved, if you want to win the prestigious Alpha Blokes podcast carry-on hat, which can only win by getting call of the week. Chosen this week by the one and only Cambodian. That's it. I mean, can we also um, say the email again? Because yeah, people still are just carry on peppering, <laughs> wanting to know that. Yeah. Carry on at alphablokes.com.au directly to moi. Yeah, and if anyone whinges about like the quality of the calls like coming through on the voicemail, if you record it on a voice recording and email that then it's going to come through a lot clearer for everyone. So and you're going to thin out a lot of people that are sitting in their truck or something, blabbering on with the highway. Yeah, exactly. So noise. do whatever you want. But like Quinn said previously, if you ring up from a shitty service zone, you've got to think of the sound of a voicemail, you know, with shitty service. It's going to sound shit. It sucks because we've had some unreal ones that have just been like that too. Yeah. So email's the way to go if you're in that situation. And it's not like... Um, well, we do know it pops into your head and you go, I've got to get this out now before I fucking yeah. forget. Oh, or for get sure. on with me day. But I'd recommend downloading a voice recording app on your phone, recording it onto there, and when you get into good service, email Quinton. That's it. So, there you go. But if you want to keep ringing, keep ringing. Just know that it's not like we're short on yarns. There is oh, fucking... No. How many you reckon come through a week, Quinton? It's just getting more and more, too. It's so... <laughs> 
fucking funny. Because how many do we pay a nap? What, 20, 25? Something like I that. I reckon I bet it get about 600 a week. So yeah, if so you make it on the show... You're doing you're well. well. Yeah, you're doing well. So don't think that we're victimising you if you don't get your yarn read. Like, it's the top of the top, and that, those ones with shitty quality probably won't get played. So just saying, if you're going to send one in, put a bit of effort into making the quality good, and off we go. But anyway, there was a bit of the admin out of the road. This is brought to you by... Yeah, Country Trucker Caps, baby. The... Uh, Head to thecountrycompanies.com for all the designs that Knuckles and the team have knocked up already. There's some fucking absolute ripper hats there available. Built for fucking big country domes. And uh, head to countrytruckercaps.com to design your own for your business, a piss up, your work, fucking bucks parties, all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, off the back of that, let's hear from the big man himself with his proper true yarn. Strap in, it's time again for Knuckles' proper true yarn. Hey legends, just Knuckles CTC calling up uh, me trendsetter talkback proper true yarn. I'm up here at Dittman's and um, this is a pretty wild yarn boys so it's not for the faint hearted. So just letting you know um, if you can't handle a wild fucking joke and this is a proper true yarn that happened to me, just probably don't listen to this part, right? <laughs> anyway, the Sheila walked up to me, um, she had a leg stuck in the fence, uh, fuck what was her name, fucking... Courtney, that was her. She's fucking rolled up to me and um, she said, what's blue and doesn't fit anymore? And I went, fucked if I know. And she said, a dead epileptic. I was like, holy fuck. Anyway, shit out Courtney. She listens to you boys religiously and uh, that is her proper true yarn. Fucking wild lads, eh? Fitter in the minds, I do believe too. The old knee stuck in the fence with a wild joke. From Courtney. <laughs> That's right. Remember, people, it's just a joke. Oh. Take a big breath in with me. And out. Hang the fuck over it. That's right. <laughs> Hope you're all good now. Yeah, anyway, good on your knuckles. <laughs> oh, Courtney. Uh-huh. I, I should really listen to them before. <laughs> I was doing that at the start, but... On oh, you, well, look, you get that? You get those wild jokes here. And just remember, they're just jokes. They're just right. jokes. Righto. Thanks, brother. Righto. Couple of, um, like, a little bit longer, but fucking unreal ones to kick her off. Righto, let's go. Tommy, Cam, Quinton, Big D here. No, you're wrong. It's got nothing to do with my dick size. I'm just a fat cunt and my last name starts with D. Right, now that's sorted. <laughs> Calling up about the old nightclub toilet yarn. I was a secky for a fair few years. Righto, back off you cunts. We're not all bad. If you shared your bag, you're in. If you got <laughs> face tats, you're out. House rules, eat a dick, fight me. Anyway, you haven't seen a bad nightclub toilet until you swing open the door at 6am on a Sunday morning and your nose bloody near on starts folding in on itself from the powerful stench of shit mixed with spew and there's two doors hanging off the hinges six punch holes in the wall one ceramic basin in seven pieces three tampons one used condom and 66 small fucking plastic bags on the floor now the real shitty thing about all that is who knows what sort of fucking diseases you could possibly get when you start licking all 66 small plastic bags my grandma always said waste not want not and I fucking live by it anyway your question was how the fuck do the toilets end up looking like they do well let me tell you toilet cubicles are designed to take one person who's taking a shit 
In some cases, some allowance has been made for the fact you may be disabled and require additional space to swing your dick around. However, in general, toilet architects failed to think through scenarios such as, I don't know, Brad bought a cheeky and all six of us should try and squeeze into the cubicle with him and help Brad sort out his cheeky all at once. Everyone's worried that Johnny's going to get more than the rest of us. Now, Brad's mate Matt has a fat ass and he's last in. He closes the door, but he's hard up against it. Those pissy little locks just aren't designed to withstand that sort of pressure. So the next thing you know, the fucking door's busted. Now Brad and his four mates are shitty at Matt. He gets fucking none. Now Matty's got the shits on. He's punched a hole in the wall to let everyone know he's not fucking happy. Brad wants nothing to do with Matt at this point and tells him to fuck off. A few beers have been had of the nose variety, of course, and it's fucking on like Donkey Kong. The yabby pumps are flying all over the place. The air dries off the fucking wall, and that's getting thrown across the room. Another fucking hole in the wall. Now the air dries in three pieces, and one of those pieces hits the fucking sink in just the right spot breaking that cunt into seven pieces. <laughs> By this time, some cunt shit himself and grab the seckies. The seckies jump in, break it up, drag them outside, and by this time, there's a few more fucking holes in the wall. You'd think the poor toilets have copped enough abuse for one night at this point, but nah, there's Tommy the Pommy in the last cubicle smashing a fat bird up against the toilet door. <laughs> Three pumps in, he's almost done, and that pissy little toilet door on the last cubicle gives way under the pressure. Tommy and his bird come flying right through it. Another door busted. On ya, Tommy. And that's how nightclub toilets get so fucked. I'm out. Catches. Very, very well done. Fucking hell! And that just explains exactly what happens in nightclub shitters. That is beautiful. That's like poetry. You know about, like, the Sunday morning clean-up? What I did like when we were in Canada... And we finished the shift at the nightclub. We'd all hook in and clean everything that night. Yep. Don't leave anything to stain or get sticky the next day. Like that was the um, you don't you can't do that in Australia because you finish at four or five in the morning. Compared to us, we finish at two, and we're having a beer by three fifteen Bro, in that small club. Yeah, I get you. But in saying that, too, a lot more let's fly in Australian shitters. Yeah, yeah, like definitely. Canadian shitters, mate. If you actually went to the nightclub and had a shit, you'd have two security guards look over the top at you shitting. Like, yeah. as in, if you were going in there to fucking line up a, a cheeky, you, you 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 couldn't. They just peppered those cubicles flat out. So Holy I shit. feel like that's a that's a thing why the Australian shitters get busted so much. Eh? Yeah, yeah, you know. But I know what you're saying though. Like, yeah. And that. not probably not normal staff that are um, glassies and stuff are meant to be sweeping up the dance floor and mopping and stuff like that too. Mm. So that's that small like club bar vibe that you all help each other out, yeah, which yeah. I did like. Yeah, like everyone's um, responsible for everything. Yeah, for sure. I know what you mean. That was one of the fi- one of my favorite fucking just ongoing yarns. Like that just didn't even have well like put a- together. <laughs> That's going to be hard to beat. Very hard. What a fucking start, bud. Took well me done. a couple of goes to like screen record it because I just lost it. Just decipher <laughs> yeah. it. Great work. Righto. What's going on, you bunch of motherfuckers? It's Florida Man Call, all the way from the US, calling in. Oh, there we well, go. Whatever the fuck this is. Anyways, I hope <laughs> this makes it to you guys if I got the right damn email. But a few years ago, me and two buddies, Blaine and Jacob, this will matter later on. We were day drinking one day, and 
it got later on in the day and me and Blaine had stopped drinking, but Jacob just kept going on like a champion that he is. And we were bored as fuck, so we decided to go to Walmart. I don't know if you guys know what that is, sure but is. it's kind of like a big-ass general store or some shit like that. You can look it up, whatever you want to do. Well, anyway, they have fish tanks there with a bunch of the fucking goldfish and shit that you buy for your kids or whatever. And we were walking by. And Jacob looks over, and he's like, I'm going to eat one. We looked at him and said, no, you're fucking not. He goes, I'm going to eat one. We didn't believe him, so we kept walking, and we turned around, and he pulls out a fish out of the fish tank. He just opened up the lever. They were unlocked or some shit. He opened it up, grabbed it, walked over, and was trying to bargain with us to eat the fish we knew he was going to do it anyways but we finally kind of convinced him but he convinced himself to do it ate the fish (laughs) now he swallowed this shit he swallowed it i made him open up his mouth i got a video of the whole thing i'm going to try and send with this or next he swallowed the shit well about five seconds after he looks like he's starting to throw up he says it's coming back up I'm sitting there like, no, it's not. Next thing you know, I hear a, and the fish drops on the ground. Like, just flop on the ground. I look at him. I look at Blaine. Blaine looks at Jacob. We're all like, did that just fucking happen? <laughs> and this this dude, then, after he just ate it, regurgitated it, takes it, runs over, and puts it back in the fish tank. <laughs> Like, full on, just back in the fish tank for some kid, <laughs> for some possibly parent to come over and buy this fish that just got eaten yeah. to buy it for their kid. How good. And Gets better. <laughs> as he was walking away, just uh, he just starts walking away like nothing ever happened. He goes, oh, it didn't even taste like a fish. It tastes like plastic. We were just fucking speechless. Well... A few days later, this was this was not long after. This was a few days later. We walk in and the fish tanks are gone. <laughs> like they're just gone. And so it was me and Blaine at that time. I looked at each other like, "Oh yeah, we we were probably the ones that did that." So yeah, that's the story of how a uh, Florida man ate a fish and put it back in the fish tank. And uh, one for you guys. You know what they say. You can't shit your pants if you're not wearing any. All right, later, guys. <laughs> Proper Steve-O sort of shit, isn't it? Well, that's um, what's um, old mate's name on Wolf of Wall Street? Jordan Belfort. No, the fat bloke. Uh, Donny Azor. Donny. Donny. When Donny. Oh yeah. While you clean your fish bowl on whatever day it was. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets up on the counter and gets everyone to watch. And I he's fucking, that fucking fish. Yeah, yeah. He swallows that fucking thing. <laughs> the energy in that movie, holy. Yeah. That no, is great. Thanks, uh, mate. Florida. That, uh, that. Imagine that if you were if fish could talk in that. Imagine one getting plucked out and then coming back in. It's like, dude, I just got fucking eaten. It's like, fuck off, Nemo. If we got Steve-O on, would you swallow a goldfish live on this? Like, if we all did? With Steve-O? Oh, if we got Steve-O. <laughs> I don't know if I could. I just thought about it. I was about to say yes, and I just 
But like, if that's like, like that's the whole, oh, that's the whole point of like gagging. But yeah, if Steve O comes on and we go get three goldfish, or like just, and we do it together, like surely we'd have to. Uh, how big are these things? I might I do know, a guppy. Like, yeah, like like you don't, I don't want know. to get stuck. Oh man. I but probably would if it was Steve. Like I'd, I'd have to. What try. about um, oh, like, yeah, what about one that fit in a beer bong, and we all sit there and you accidentally stitch them up? We do like three fish. Well, whoever gets it, <laughs> or just put one in there, one in no, there, one with each, three out. And you're gonna do one out of the. You, that's how you get it through know. the beer bong. Maybe, maybe I'm not fucking agreeing to it. But if Steve-O was sitting here with us. <laughs> yeah, I might. Yeah, yeah. I probably would try. Right, eh, pet shops, get ready. Oh. Make sure you got stock. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <sighs> um, he sent me the video, so I'll show you guys later. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Sweet ass. But, oi, so this is my other thing with that fish thing. Could we get, like, fucking charged with animal cruelty? Yeah. Like, if we had a video of a sculling well, you're fish you're and spewing it. You're allowed to eat fish out. Well, he, Jack, um, Steve-O did it, didn't he? Yeah, but he's probably got that much coin he can just pay off or whatever. But, like, I just mean it'd be, we'd have to suss out buying a fish from, like, a, a goldfish. It's not like we catch it from the fucking ocean. Mm. And then you just drink it and spew it up. And, like, I don't know. I just I could go down with a cast net and get a bit of bait. A couple of mullet, you reckon? Well, what happened to tin sardines? Like, it's only just alive. It's not hey, hey, different. I'm just saying. It's I know, I know what you mean, it. but I know what you mean. Yeah, we'll have but, to ask Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, so keep peppering him. We've seen your fucking uh, comments on all of his stuff. Keep peppering him about getting him on the show. He's coming to Gladstone, so that is where we are, and we want to try our hardest to get him on the show. Fucking nice. So, um, yeah, keep peppering the legend. Yeah, great yarn, though. That was fucking... That was great. <laughs> that was good. We might be swallowing fish with yeah. Steve-O, maybe. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'd laugh because I'd just be gagging. Like, I'll be carrying on that much. Can't, I can bet. That's that's the thing with me. Like, you know those shows where people go on there and they have to eat really disgusting things to win prizes and that? Yeah. I would be... One, useless. Yeah, yeah, I would be hopeless. Like, mm. I reckon if my... Someone's life was on the line and I had to do it. I still don't know if I could physically. Like, as yeah. soon as I start chewing, like, I start vomiting. But I, I just feel, you know how Stimo was talking about that t- tin stuff? Yeah. See... I feel like I could swallow a whole fish alive compared to having that and smelling the rotten smell. Yeah, you, like this is just a fresh one out of the landing net and just going, right, oh boys, let's fucking get into it. Well, you'd if you could scull it with water. Yeah, we're going to have think. to have a beer with it. Yeah. Like that promotion, better beer. We're about to fucking <laughs> oh, beer yeah. bong uh, love a that. goldfish <laughs> <laughs> with the finest Pending drop. legalities. Pending legalities. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a chat. Right, uh, be in contact. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be in contact regarding fish legality. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's move on. Steve, I reach out. Google, is it legal to drink fish? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, can we? Oh, is quick, it is quick, it legal quick, to, quick to drink yeah. goldfish? Uh, to drink goldfish. Oh, like to swallow a goldfish, a live fish. Yep, they've got a law about that. Not so in the US, although eating an animal alive could be considered animal cruelty, mm. even if the state doesn't explicitly forbid it. But you yeah. can do it in uh, in America. Australia. Is swallowing a goldfish illegal? Um, yeah, look. Comedian who ate live goldfish in pet shop under investigation. Australian men under investigation after leading. I reckon it's a fucking, just a big old... Probably filming it and stuff, yeah. 
Which is the whole point. I'm not mm. doing it. If it's yeah, nothing. that's right. Yeah. I could just say I did. Can we put it on our Patreon? Right. So we're probably not going to do that. Yes. Oh, no. Wink, wink. Let's <laughs> <laughs> right. shit. Tommy, Cam, Big Quinn. It's big country here from over the ditch in Kiwiland. Big country. I've got a bit of yarn for you boys. There's this man over here, middle-aged man, going on a date, hasn't been on one for a while, decides to get himself his little blue pill, take that in case he gets lucky, runs upstairs to the medicine cabinet, finds the cabinet door open, Viagra packet ripped open, last pill missing, thinks fuck, runs back downstairs, comes across his parrot darting across the lounge floor with a raging heart on on the little cunt. You fucking bastard, grabs him by the neck. Smacks him around a couple of times and with a tuft of feathers throws him into the laundry, into the chest freezer. Cool off in there for a bit, you bastard. Goes about getting himself ready for the date, fucks off out the door, completely forgets about the parrot. Gets back home a few hours later, the Sheila's come with him. He's fixing them a couple of drinks, she's nosying about in the fucking lounge, as women do. Looks around, sees this bird cage. Says, oh, have you got a bird? He thinks, fuck me, the bird! Drops what he's doing, darts through the hallway down into the fucking laundry, rips open the chest freezer lid. Here's this parrot, pissing fucking sweat, hot as fuck. Looks down and says, what the fuck's the crack here, mate? I threw you in here five hours ago, you should be fucking frozen stiff. To the parrot looks up and says, Rawr! have you ever tried to get the legs open on a frozen chicken? <laughs> there you go, lads, that's me yarn. Big country, over and out. Stay out of yourselves. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, that's a ripper. <laughs> that is proper. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just picture a little parrot just fucking <laughs> trying to... <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. The trendsetters are just on fire oh, today. Yeah, that's a powerful name. You say big country to me. I just think of this bloke. With this I think of Roy slugger. Nelson. I think it's just big, thick slugger. Roy Nelson. Yeah. Redhead mullet with a big gush just knocking cunts out. Big country, baby. Big country. Wow. That was fucking great. Good. Thanks, mate. Fuck yeah. Righto. (laughs) Tommy, Cam, Quino. They call me Whip It because I whip it in, whip it out, and wipe it. (laughs) Fucking got a... I don't know if it's carry-on or a play-on, but fucking... I was listening to uh, episode 98 with Morgo on my way down fucking dad kissing country. And anyway, fucking, oh, I heard the story about old mate fucking tearing his banjo string on the brick wall. Now, I don't know if it can fucking up it, but essentially fucking me and the missus not long ago were fucking going for it. And anyway, fucking, you know, she had the... She had the old shake weight hanging just above her fucking boombox, you know, the old fucking vibrator. Anyway, fucking going for it, getting right into it. Anyway, fucking got a bit carried away and the old fella's fucking slipped out, slid straight up and going into her fingernail. Fucking dick hole first. Now, I don't know if you've ever felt that fucking pain, but it's fucking not pleasant, eh? Now, uh, I was like, nah, fuck it. So close to the end, just fucking kept it going. So we finished up, and I was sitting there, and I'm like, nah, this is fucking hurting way too much. So I fucking went into the bathroom and fucking flopped it out, and 
look down and here's a bit of fucking blood coming down off my knob. I was like, oh, get fucked. Like, fucking what have I done here? Cleaned it up. Fucking no. And after a bit of further inspection, I found that fucking tore me fucking dick hole open another about five or six mil. Oh, Felt like a fucking nail had just gone fucking straight through the tip of me knob. Fuck me. Anyway, boys, stay out of yourselves. Fuck. Oh, man. Honestly, how, how come I told I... that story, hey, well, I had a fingernail through the knob too. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Fuck me. I just, I just fucking, um, how come every other injury someone's talking about, they're like, oh, yeah, pop my shoulder out or I did this or I fucking stood on something and I opened my foot up on an oyster rock. How come I don't just cringe at that and feel it? Anytime someone talks about busting their banjo or copping something on the cock, I feel like my cock feels it yep, while they're same. telling it. Yep. Do you get the same? Yep. Like, I'm just like, I'm like, like, I can just feel just it, mate. The money maker. Yeah. To do with it. Far I think it's out. what our, just our whole life revolves around it. That's why. It's such an important bit of kit to everyone. <laughs> to a man, definitely. To, to a man. Well, 100%. Well, what? Like, you could live without an arm. You could live without a leg. You could live without fucking pretty much anything, but if you didn't have a cock anymore, what are you doing? What are you standing for? What are you doing? You know what I mean? And for the people that don't, it's all right still. I don't know what you're doing about it, but... No, but they sort of chose to not have it anymore, didn't they? Oh, well, people that have had, like, bad prostate cancer and shit like that. They They still have a cock. They probably can't get it hard. I think they got a pump. Does it still work? Like, I think yeah. they pump it up like, like you know, the air in the side, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it down. Do they still have feeling? Oh, that's that's a good point, though, Ken. There might be someone out there who, for some reason, doesn't have a cock. So, yeah, for that bloke, but for the rest of us out there who have them still, it's pretty important. Oh, yeah, you. I think you still would. Um, well, what's the word? We all feel the same. That's right. It'd be hard to get through. Put it that way. You feel pleasure after prostate. So, what's the reckon? Can you feel pleasure after prostate cancer? Additionally, because the prostate gland and seminal... Ve- oh, fuck me. Majority of semen for... What's that say, Quint? Seminal vessels. Oh, seminal vessels make the majority of semen fluid. Men after... Prostatectomy. That will no longer ejaculate. They can still have the pleasurable sensation of orgasm, just no ejaculation fluid. So just, hey. It just, so, co- it just coughs. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, oh, I've said that a hundred times. That's yeah. what I thought when you got it cut after you don't it just coughs anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Well, it it says there. So sorry, that's all right. Nearly all men will experience some erectile dysfunction for the first few months uh, months after prostate cancer treatment. However, within one year after treatment, nearly all men with intact nerves will see a substantial improvement. So, obviously, that does have an effect on how it all works down there and stuff, and it'd suck if you did go through that. But, um, yeah. You see that chat um, the other day, they were going through the street doing like that mic thing, and it was sort of like a coming question. Do you come quick? Like, do you have erectile dysfunction? Oh, yeah. And they said how much of a turn it's taken with, like, young men now because we are so easily accessed to porn and shit like that that um, the old blokes are laughing going, what do you mean? Like, they would probably blow faster than some of us young fellas that got all this material and expect all these things from women and um, we just don't come. 
Well, I don't... Um, don't have that issue. No, I know, I but they, they said there's, like, yeah, yeah a, right. a massive change now. I get our, it, though. Like, if someone's looking up this porno where this chick's doing all types of crazy, crazy shit, shit. And, the, and it keeps escalating more and more and more, you get into this rabbit hole to get you off. Yeah. But your missus might only want to do missionary in the dark. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can tell why it might want to... Can you look up, Quinn, because I'm interested in how long... Is premature ejaculation like what is considered premature? Um, so I reckon a study involving 500 couples found the average time for ejaculation was about five and a half minutes after starting sex. This time could be longer for men who have sex with men. International. Oh. <laughs> what? Why does that have to be fucking on the top line? <laughs> International guidelines define premature ejaculation as regularly ejaculating within one minute of entering your partner. So if you're um, blowing your load within one minute and you're not meaning to, it's premature ejaculation. Yeah. <laughs> you're still... We all just looked at each other. You still got... Yeah, so... Um, you just got sidelined before, Cam, about... Oh, mate, I think it's because the old dut hole... Once you get through that first bit, there's not much pressure and yeah, some around it. Yeah, yeah. So you get in there and just plug away. But, um, yeah. Yeah, right. Shout out to ribbed condoms. <laughs> traction in the mud. Bit more traction in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> Let's chain her up. Let's get out of here, boys. <laughs> oh, chains in the fucking the winter tires. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get the max tracks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh that shouldn't that shouldn't be but um yeah I'd, I definitely reckon I've had all stages then mm. not been out of fucking too quick oh look like, man. you I don't know how you, you can't put, uh, obviously there's got to be a point where they put them yourself in that category but you can't tell you can't tell me that you've never once in your fucking life had a route when you've blown the bolt early and went oh fuck sake yeah that's right no like you can't be just steaming around like the man saying you haven't everyone fucking cops it a bit every now and again and boys if you are getting that don't be fucking embarrassed about it go there's places like that pilot.com not an ad Fucking, you can message them, and it's online. You don't even have to go and see someone. There is shit you can get to make you fucking last longer. Don't just be embarrassed. And the about tactical, it. yeah, the tactical. Have a pull before the DIY fucking... of the fucking rooting game. That's right. You can get like this shit, like those delay sprays or whatever they are. Oh, the numbing like, up. Like you can sort of take a bit of the the feeling off the head of it, so it might. You know, you fucking hit it against the wall if you use too much and won't feel anything. But it's, you know, there's that sort of shit. I'm sure there's other medications or whatever. Put a franger on, you won't fuck it. That'll make you last a bit longer. But, um, yeah, there's heaps of things. Don't be embarrassed about it. Go get it fixed. And when you're first getting with someone new, obviously all that emotion, excitement, oh. I don't think too many of them would go unless you're, like, drunk. Yeah. I think that first. Oh, time, that's right! It's like, so exciting, and there's yeah, fucking everything's yeah, filled up. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. And sometimes, man, like performance anxiety is a thing. Like you might not even be able to fucking make things happen straight yeah. away. Like anyway, boys, all the shit's normal. Like I said, there's ways out there. Don't just sit there and fucking suffer with it and just cook your brain. Go get it. Go get it fixed. You know what it is? It's a fun game to play, anyway. Yeah, that's right. Oh, if you're it's experiencing not that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're having a go, and that's what matters. That's right. <laughs> Good on you. Shout out to Rooting. Shout out to Rooting. <laughs> <laughs> right, I move on. Tommy, Cam, Quinella. Boys, got a bit of a uh, sort of play on for you. Do so you think it's a carry on, uh, go to bed to the mirror and wake up to yourself? 
I don't know where I saw it. Don't know how I got the idea, but I think I saw it somewhere. Me and the boys went to a house party not too long ago. Now, the host, his parents were away for the weekend, so they thought, yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> um, the host fell asleep because he had a few too many uh, schooner matatas. So I took it upon myself to go into this bloke's kitchen. Every single cup, every single glass, I filled with water and put it back. A couple of days later, he fucking messaged all the boys. He goes, who the fuck has gone into my kitchen and filled every single cup and glass full of water and put them back? <laughs> that one fessed up. <laughs> Carry on, play on. In you, out of you. Don't yourself with your heartburn, Quinn. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that is unreal. That's got to be a play on because... Definitely, man. You're not doing damage. Nah. No. You're not putting soft drink. You're not... It's like, it, that reminds me, do you know what that reminds me of? Remember when I put that um, confetti or shredded paper in your toolbox? Yeah, yeah. It's a similar thing like that where you're inconveniencing them yeah, because they've got to take every glass out and tip water out, but you're not damaging their stuff. Yeah. You're not, like, they just tip the water out. It's a fucking funny one to play on your mates. That is, I haven't heard of that either. Yeah. That is so good, eh? Like, every cup in there full to the brim with water. Like, imagine if it was right full, too. Like, if you moved it a bit, it fucking... <laughs> what type of, like, like, I just think of myself at a house party. Mm. Mm. Um, Probably not my first activity I'm thinking of at the end of the night. I'll tell you when that happens, right? You're half sober, you're the driver? Nah, nah. That happens when user proper went back to their place... It's all happening. You're in the trenches. Old mate's passed out. And then you're going, oh, what can we fucking do? Oh, and then old yeah, mate yeah, might yeah, go, yeah. let's fill all these cups with water. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I reckon that's when that happens. When you're trying to think of, that's when funny shit happens, man. And that's normally the line that gets crossed a lot of the time. That's when eyebrows normally come off. Yeah. So next time, mm. instead of shaving his eyebrows off, go fill all these cups with water and put them back. <laughs> That's excellent, though. I reckon that'll be a prime one to send through to the line and email, like, shit like that. Yeah, it's yeah. It's board that you've done. Yeah, yeah. that's a go. Yeah. That's a great one. Clip that <coughs> one up and fucking let us know which ones you reckon about, yeah. Um, yeah. Because that's unreal. Yeah, that is good. That's that's just fucking clever, as Never thought of it. Like, it doesn't fucking fuck anyone up, but it's still just, like, inconveniencing. Yeah, the play-ons. Yeah. And can you the imagine household. the head noise if you're going to just get a cup of water the next day, <laughs> absolutely busted, oh, and you yeah. find that and just go, fuck off, guys. <laughs> he might have been doing him a favour because he just opened the cup and go, hey, because this bang, bang, <laughs> hydrated. Well, do you know what I reckon would be a stitcher? So... <laughs> If someone went to bed absolutely pissed right and they're out of it and they went to bed with a bottle of water next to them, imagine filling that with vodka. Like my um after my wedding with the mother in law putting the tequila in the Mount Franklin bottle and it was just a half empty one on the bench and I just ran straight up to it and sculled it. Oh, oh. And that's the Cam- that's the hungover Cambodian. And she doing showed that. it to me yesterday. Go, remember this? And I was going, yes, that was a stitch up. Oh, you would have been the biggest carry on <laughs> on earth drinking that. Yeah, tequila. Just, oh wow, oh. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall there. I would have thrown because they come out like you actually just do that. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's drilled it. Oh, it's excellent. But yeah, definitely clip that up, Queen, because that'll be there's some good stuff coming out of that. Yeah, for sure. Righto, move on. Tommy Gunn, Camshaft, Quintrex, uh, Harry Harrop here from down south. I uh, just listened to Ep uh, 117, 
and you guys talking about shits in hallways and stuff, and it just got me thinking. And when we were fairly young, I don't know, we were about 16, 17, fucking asking around, she was a bit of a joke to rip mailboxes off and fucking uh, just complete carry-on. Stupid kid. Anyway, mate threw a fucking mailbox on this bloke's front porch, another mate of ours, and uh, he didn't receive it that well. So we were driving around going to have a skid, obviously on public, not public roads, private roads, and fuck this cunt. Roll part, he was still living at his parents' place, backed out this absolute fucking anaconda on top of his mum's mailbox. Oh. <laughs> and didn't think anything of it. Fuck, that was quite funny. Uh, next morning, go past looking at wounds. Here she is out the front hosing this fucking anaconda <laughs> on there, the trying third. to rehydrate the cunt. The oh. thing was a fucking foot long. It was ginormous. Make Randy look fucking small. All right, boys, stay out of yourselves. See ya. Oh, oh fucking no. up. That um fucking up mailbox stuff, um, it was a bit of a big thing, hey, back in the day. Yeah. Well, on movies it was. Mm. I yeah, can't say I, that I've ever and I would be honest. I dabbled like I, I dabbled in it with the wrong group of people. Yeah, right. Eh? Like we as were, in the driving along with cars and just smashing them sort of thing. Yeah, not in this town, but yeah. um in another town. And one of them one night, because we were also underage and shouldn't have been driving. Let alone with a carton. What a combo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, we are right on the other side of town from where we were meant to be, mm. at home in bed. And um, we got the uh, mailbox stuck up between the ball bar and the radiator. Oh. oh. And punctured two tyres. Did you? Yeah. So you would have been pulled up shortly after you just ran it over? Yeah. Or was it down the road a fair way? Yeah, it was on the north side of this town. Oh. And... Um, that was wow. dramas, and we never did it after that. How did you get the everything? We, uh, um, we got the star picket out. There was one spare. We had to ring another mate that had to under, underage drive as well, drop us back to where we had to go, and we luckily found another spare tyre and picked it up the next day because we went in to go to the movies and the shops. Wink, wink. Fuck me. Changed the tyre and limped it back, and then one of us got a cab back in. <laughs> Just another example of private schools don't make good kids. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, loose. what was going through our heads then to go, right, eh, let's go just ruin all my mouth. Yeah, that's what, it's crazy, kids at that age when you you're just get dumb all excited and you around thing. the... But I think it was just seeing it on a movie and going, right, let's just go have mm. a bit of fun. Because yep. you know how funny it is. Like, I've never laughed so hard. We had to play on a 60Ks. Straight into old mate's yard, kabonk. Well, you can't say that you've never, as a group of kids, snuck out where you're not supposed to be and threw an egg at something you shouldn't have and then ran like you were getting chased by the cops. The adrenaline rush that that happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't do any of this shit, kids listening and stuff. It's absolutely ridiculous. And you look back now and you go, why do you do it? But I don't know. You're just a kid at some stage of your life and you go, a fair few of us have done shit shit. like that. And you just go, you look back now. And you just go, what the fuck? Yeah, like, and don't take on the brick ones or anything silly like that. You'll no, ride, ride your car off. Yeah, they concrete them in now, though. Yeah. <laughs> Render. <laughs> anyway, that was a fucking great little yarn back from the, uh, back back from the from days. Back from the days, yes. The mailbox. Uh, parents probably back. still don't know about that. <laughs> they probably learned a few things listening to this, if they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Tommy, Cam, what do you think? Just listen to you 
latest episode, 117, um, the Wobblies. Right at the end there, you're talking about fucking shocking text messages. A couple of years ago, um, was heading down from the Cape and fucking on my way to a new job and stopped into the Roma races. And um, I bought myself a new phone on the way down and caught um, up with one of my mates at the pub the night before in a group of people there and fucking there was a sheila I went to ag college with sitting across the table from us so I fucking swung him a text message to let him know her fucking legs open very easily and you want to ride tonight that's your one and um yeah fucking hit the text message sent the text message and um got no reply and about five minutes later I look back and realise that I've just fucking sent a text message to my new boss. Oh. Anyway, um, you know, fucking sent a big apology and tried to explain myself and everything, but yeah, get down there to the new job and turns out they found it fucking hilarious. <laughs> and um, from then on down there, my name was Bruder. <laughs> and it stuck. But uh, yeah, anyway, oh. make sure you save your phone numbers and don't text your new boss. You're going to send them something like that. Ruta. Anyway, boys, have a good one. Stay out of yourselves. I, I didn't Ruta. know which way that was going. Bro, then. do you know where I thought it was going? And I would have bet, yeah, I would have yeah. bet me life on it. I was cringing going, no, like that he sent that to that chick saying yeah. that her legs open easy. I thought that's where that was going, 100%. But how good did that turn around? Ruta. <laughs> But to the new boss at like that time of night going, what is this bloke? Yeah, young it? fellas up. Hey, how we going? Yeah. Yeah. He'd be straight at the top of your list if you got that from a young fella, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll tell you what. Like, talk to the poo bandit a fair bit about ag college and, you know, if he ever comes back on for a beer with us and that, dive into it with him. But that ag college, man, like, I'm almost jealous to a point of um, the kids and that who grew up on those big stations and they're in that lifestyle with the country, like as in working on the land and that, and they all go to that ag college with other kids in a similar thing, and they're all about learning about living on the land and the farm and everything like that, and it's just a big party, and it's like they're grown up a lot quicker than city kids. Yeah. And, I like, although I love my life and that, I just think it'd be cool to experience that side of life. I always wanted to go to that Gatton one. Yeah. When when I was in school, I'm like, that is what I'm going to do. Is that not Longreach? Is that that one? No. No, Gatton's no, Gatton, down, um, um, down Brizzy Way, isn't it? Yeah, righto. But, was, I think it was sort of the, the main party one. Yeah, righto. But you know what I mean? Just that, um, and kids who aren't brought up on farms and that, like you can go to ag college, but I mean you sort of need that intro, don't you? But to, wasn't Pooh Bannon actually saying that they've lost funding for that? Well, the Longreach one's shut down. Like it's not a thing anymore. And there used to be one in Emerald, wasn't there? Oh, I'm not sure, bro. Can you look up Queen um, current ag colleges? Yeah. Do you want to just go Queensland? Yeah, or? Queensland yeah. ag colleges. But yeah, because like some of the yarns from that, I just think it would have been such a fun time for those those young people. Bad drink drivers, you lot, but best global universities. So maybe now it's literally universities. Is it agricultural? Ah, uh, that's when you study agricultural science. So let's go. Maybe we just say fucking reach out and let us know where the ag colleges are at. Yeah. 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 Gatton campus. Let us know. Get, oi, give imagine, us some ag, give oi, us some ag oi, college yarns. Oi, imagine a hype crew and we'll go in and do a 
little uni campus party with the yeah. <laughs> with the ag colleges. Yeah, bro, that'd be funny as fuck. That would be good. Because man, be... some of those country people are like, yep. they know how to party, eh? Fucking so I just think what a good time. If yeah, our yeah, launch all... that we're um, looking at doing our next project, if that happens, that'd be a good place to um. Oh, for sure, launch it. Launch it. I think it's one of those things. You know how like the fraternity shit and the uh, colleges in America. I, th- I feel like that reminds me of like a a country version of it. Like as yeah. in everyone going to learn about how to. You know, I can't even. I feel like a dickhead because I don't know enough about it. But you know what I mean? Like going oh, there to learn your different grasses, what poisons the cattle. But also it. living with each other and partying and shit. I just think it'd be a similar vibe as that. Which mm. would be and they still do all like the toga parties and shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, the fucking hit us with some ag college yarns. We'll just fucking for sure. I don't know enough. There'll be some wild ones. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. <laughs> right. Camel toe Cameron. Tampon Tommy. <laughs> Queefton. How we doing, boys? Oh, bro. Just give a, give, got a bit of a yarn for you. Uh, mum used to knew, know this girl back in Mackay, where I was from. Uh, she used to have this pet mouse growing up and everything. So one day when she got older and everything, she decided to get a tattoo of the mouse. She was showing the girls after she got it done and everything. And um, she got it right on her hip sort of thing. Well, the mouse's tail at least. But it disappeared right into a fucking minge and all that. And uh, she always used to say, oh, I guess my pussy ate the mouse. Anyway, i got a joke for you quickly. Darren um, bought a new Harley, and he was, just as he was riding it out of the shop, salesman's like, oh, rub some Vaseline on the chrome and all that, mate, if it ever it rains, protects it, it doesn't make it rust. Darren was like, too easy, mate. Anyway... Darren's going over to his girlfriend's place for dinner that night and his girlfriend tells him that whoever speaks first during dinner has to wash up all the dishes. And he's like, not a problem. So he... Sorry. What he does, he tries to see if he can make his miso do the dishes. So he starts pinching her and everything. She doesn't say a word. He's like, oh, I guess she really doesn't want to do the dishes. So... He starts feeling her up, and next thing you know, he's rooting her right in front of her parents. Still, not a word, not from her or the parents. Fucking hell, he's thinking. Nobody wants to do the dishes here. So he starts, he thinks, how far can I take this? Starts feeling up his missus' mum and starts rooting her. Still, not a word from the missus, the mum, or the dad. He's like, fucking hell, nobody wants to do the dishes here. Suddenly it starts raining, so he looks outside and he's like, oh, fuck. Pulls out the Vaseline that he has for the Harley. Dad suddenly stands up. Fuck that. I'll do the dishes. Don't you fucking worry. <laughs> anyway, I'll leave you with this, boys. Our origin for the PBR down in Brisbane. You guys make an appearance? Love to give you a beer. Cheers, boys. Have a good one. Those uh, those two I've heard a few times now, but I'm st- yeah. I still like get- hearing them getting told well. Yeah. Still, you're still good when a joke gets told well, but... um. I, I honestly really do want to do that Origin PBR. Yeah. Especially, I think there's only one in Brisbane this year, so if we try and... We're going to chat tomorrow with, uh, meeting tomorrow with someone, so that actually could be a potential, so we'll, we'll get a few more details and we'll let you know if we are going to make an appearance. Yeah, but I'd I'd love to do that, like, the P, especially the PBR, the Origin thing, I think, yeah, I couldn't think anything better, but we'll have to look at the dates and get back to you. And if anyone's getting a mouse tattooed on them around that area, grow the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that. So Knuckles said that um, that was part of in his episode where he did yeah. that mouse thing. 
And then there's an old bird getting around on TikTok and that at the moment who's telling that thing and doing it like on stage uh, and shit, the comedian thing. So, yeah, it's getting fucking pretty peppered at the moment. But it's, it is funny. It's one of those things you hear it a couple of times and you're like, yeah, oh, that was funny. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Mm. You know. Thanks. Anyway. Thanks, mate. Like I said, I'm not going to pepper a bloke for telling a joke that I've heard before because, hey, people hear jokes at different times. That's right. <laughs> and they're still funny. Yeah, that's and right. And there's plenty of new ones too that we've hear it and it's fucking it amazes good. me to still hear just ripper fucking jokes come in eh? but i'm like where do you like obviously comedians but i'm like where do you find time like where do people come up with these awesome jokes mm. like it takes a real skill to like just yeah know, for make sure a, like make a joke yeah that's right it does it's it, it is a special skill well it's even coming up with fucking i think we do a pretty good job of coming up with something entertaining to talk about twice yeah. a week to fucking you know what I mean? That's Keep a skill in itself. But an actual joke writing, like you said, that's yeah. fucking a skill in itself, mate. A hundred percent. Camshaft, Tommy the Tank Engine, Queefson. <laughs> I, um, I was just listening to your latest Wobblies podcast and you were talking about selling houses and fucking skanky real estate agents and all that fucking nonsense. Anyway, <laughs> i got a mate that sold a house... <laughs> Privately, like as you said, marketplace. Wow. And he reckons he swears by it. Every house he's going to sell now, he's going to sell privately. He just got the buyer invested, and then got both their solicitors involved. Yep. Charged their solicitor charged him a couple of thousand each. Went through the whole thing together, and didn't have to pay the fucking dog real estate a cent. Wow. Now. I'd probably do the same thing, yeah, it'd be a bit of a fuck around, but if you got two good solicitors involved, it'd be so much easier. You don't have to fucking wait for them to fuck around and all this other bullshit. They got building inspectors themselves, anyone that they wanted to. It was fucking, yeah, he swears by it. So, yeah, that's just a little bit of food for thought for you. Now get the fuck out of yourself. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, go. But do you still need someone with the real estate license to sell the house? Like, is that what the solicitor does? Or yeah, or can it must you do, be. Like, you, like by the sounds of it, that solicitor, he's organising all the changeover, both of them between each other. Oh, um, that um, that sounds all good and well. Building inspectors, like having all those people as his contacts. You need to be a bit schooled up on what has to go down. You definitely you, make it happen. Yeah, you, you definitely could. It's just worth. The, is it worth the fuck around? Yeah. Like, is it worth the fuck around and how much do you actually save for that fuck around? Shout out to that guy on a motorbike outside who is a fuckhead. Fuck, you must yeah. have a big cock. Oh, fuck yeah, <laughs> Quinn. That last rev just really put an extra couple yeah. inches on it. <laughs> I but, he um, caught up in his cape, the it, fucking hero. If you didn't hear that, someone went past on a really fast motorcycle. <laughs> in a 40k zone. Yeah. That was probably 50 year, isn't it? Built up area. Probably. We are built up here. The anyway, <laughs> what the top? <laughs> anyway, what are, we, are we moving on? Yeah, we'll yeah, sure. Shout out to house sales, boys. Been listening to the potties, and there seems to be a common theme of chicken yarn. So I thought I'd ring up and tell you my chicken yarn. A few years ago, I had a company doing real estate maintenance, and so that got me down a slippery slope of doing bloody low income rentals and housing commission houses and stuff. So, as you can imagine, I'm fucking seen some shit that I wish I didn't see and I've been busier than a worm tablet in an Ethiopian but 
Anyway, this one call I got, I had to go around to this place and they'd evicted the tenants that weren't paying rent and they'd trashed the joint. And I had to go around and give the agents a quote just to fix it up, make it livable again. So, But just before I got there, they let me know that they, one of the ways they tried to kick them out was they'd cut the power to it. So I um, had to take a flashlight. So I get around there in the AM because that's the best time to do anything in that fucking area of town because there's not much going on until the PM. But I um, get around there, go in the back door. Obviously, it's pitch black. There's no power. And, you know, they'd hung fucking blankets and sheets and whatever else they could over the windows to make it dark as fuck. So I'm walking around there. I'm a bit on edge because I'm half expecting to bloody be jumped by someone in fuck knows what state at that time of the morning. And I walk in there. I'm scanning around the place with my little flashlight. Walk into the kitchen, scan around the walls. And, um, yeah, I saw a bit of movement go past the flashlight. So I fucking jump back. Thinking, what the fuck? So I put my light back on it. And just as I do that, I hear... I fucking shit you not, boys. Four wall cabinets on the wall above the sink. They'd ripped two doors off, and there was two live chickens inside the wall cabinet above the sink with a bit of fucking banged-up old chicken wire and some bent nails holding it on. And I, fuck, I didn't know whether to be bloody disgusted or impressed, boys, but they're sitting on a mile of fucking chicken shit. But every morning they get up, they don't want to go outside, it's too bright for them. They can just reach in above the sink, grab a fresh egg out of the chickens, do it, fucking crack it straight in the pan. So let me know what you think, boys. Keep up the good work. Those houses are wild. i tell you what. I fucking lost it. Man. I've got to admit, I, I missed the first half of that, absolutely getting folded in half by <laughs> busier than a worming tablet in an Ethiopian village. That is... Absolutely, just <laughs> fucking folded me in quarters. So I don't know oh, if that'll yeah. get a run, but if it does, <laughs> shout out to it because that's fucking. I don't often hear new one-liners like that. I'm very, and that I haven't heard that. No, <laughs> <laughs> but fuck yeah, those house. Oh, there's some wild units in those houses. There is, eh? That does not surprise you one bit that nah. they've got a couple of chooks just up the top of a cabinet. Yeah, yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Imagine the poo. Oh, yuck. Oh, yeah, it'd be gross, man. Mm. Fucking oath it would. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> made me die. Few to go still? Yeah. Um, what are we doing? We'll do a f- couple, three, four more. Rattle. Tommy, Cam, Queeftacular. How are we today, boys? Good, bro. Good, bro. Yeah, no, that's bloody good. <laughs> now, um, I've got to confess... This is this is a bit of a yarn. I've got to confess to a few fellas out there. A bit of a poo yarn. So if you don't like a poo yarn, fucking grow up, you <laughs> fucking carry on. Now, flashback a few years ago now when um, Flinton races on, the big Flinton races, we lined up a three-day bender to start with. So it started on the Friday, finishing on the Sunday for a little bit of Sunday sesh. The Friday night... Proceeded to get pretty fucking wild. Let me tell you. I won't disclose what happened or where it happened. Um, those who are listening, you know. Yeah. Anyways. In the trenches. On the piss. Didn't eat all day. Next morning, what do you do? You go for your fucking servo feed. The fucking greasy feed. But this little piss fart in town we were fucking in didn't have a servo, did it? Had a general store, though, which did a mean fucking works burger. Better than your McFucking shit you pick up anywhere else, I tell you that much. <laughs> now, 
this works burger absolutely to die for. Fucking, as we're sitting there, out on the park bench, off to the side of the general store, munging down on these burgers, I thought it'd be quite fucking hilarious to spread me cheeks a little bit on the old park bench and let out a silent but deadly little fluff. What proceeded to happen was a clean shot fucking follow through. Now, I hadn't eaten the day before, so she was a mixture of vodka, rum... And about a carton of fucking 4X gold, which leaked down my leg. My mate over to me right, Kendo, shout out to you, mate, you poor sorry cunt, um, looked at me and said, what fucking has died inside of you? And I turned back to him and said, I'm pretty, sh- I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it just fucking fell out. Well, fuck me dead. There was about 20 people there, and they lit out of there like fucking greyhounds out of a box. Oh. Didn't want to be near me, didn't want anything to know about me. So I was sitting there like a stale bottle of piss. And then I had to waddle myself, ass cheeks clenched like a fucking vice grip, across the main highway to the fucking public toilets, where I had to not only try and clean myself up, but dispose of said footy shorts. Needless to say, not my proudest moment. I've got to fess up, boys. I always said I was pretty still drunk. But indeed, I was sober. Extremely hungover, but sober. So, um, yeah, there's a bit of a poo yarn for you. <laughs> stay in, stay out, stay wherever about you fucking well like. Run your own race. Good on you, champions. Hooroo. Yeah, look. Cheers, mate. You know, you get that on the big jobs, eh? Yep, it's all having to us. Just shat like I'm a scovey duck. Fucking shot <laughs> one out through the cracks. If you say a works burger, where's your best works burger? Like, if you go, works burger, where is it? But are you a works burger bloke? Like, beetroot, pineapple, oh. egg, bacon. Oh, you've just gone egg, bacon. <laughs> No, I, yeah, I have. <laughs> I have. I know what you're saying, though. Egg, I, ba- egg, oh, yeah, bacon, egg, and it's, sometimes they'll have the sliver of a steak, like your top side steak, mm. and then they'll have the sausage patty as well. Yeah, I'll have everything except I'll, I'll get a works burger, burger and I'll fuck the um, beetroot and the... Um, you're not a beetroot man, are you? No. Like I said, not into sweet shit, and that's literally just a, a slather of sweet shit. And if you don't... An Aussie burger. steak burger has to have beetroot on no, it. No, fuck it off. If you don't eat it in time, it just makes your bread yeah, that fucking is soggy yep. as fuck. And if you're going to get it from the servo for the boys, you get it back, and fucking 20 minutes later, you get soggy fucking purple bread. The old Crossroads fucking servo used to do the best works burger. They are good, though, man. Like, like as in, if, I, if I'm getting it fresh, I'll fucking order it and just pick it off if I'm not going to eat it. But if I'm traveling to go get it, like if we're getting all the boys are chipping in at work, we used to travel to get it. I won't get fucking shit like even tomato gives me heartburn, man. So I won't get like tomato, pineapple, or beetroot just because it'll soak the shit. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, if you're, yeah, oh, you're dead right. If you're going to do a bit of traveling, fuck that off. You just go hamburger. But I mean, like the works burger, I like the fact that it's got the it's got the bacon. I nearly did it too. Got the bacon, got the <laughs> egg, got the onion, got the steak, got the snag. Fucking, you know, good stuff. I did a pasta the other night, and I'm going, how do I explain this to someone? Because it was the best fucking pasta of my life. Yeah, yeah, you know. But, but um, it just this is how it went. It's right. Pa- <laughs> it, 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 uh, 
Okay, I'll start with. No, it's just it doesn't sound right saying bacon first, because the whole dish is pumpkin, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Red onion, pine pine nuts. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Halloumi mm. and bacon. Yeah, right. And I've said bacon at the end, but it doesn't sound right. Because and then. Well, like, you're talking I about smoked, it in a dish, though, so yeah, it's not like yeah. a... Yeah, I smoked like a um, bone-in rib, and yep. then you shave that off and you put that over the top. Oh, oh and then nice. It's, yeah, it's, stop it. Oh, just while we're on the cooking yarn, I wanted to, I actually wanted to ask you about this. So, um, shout-out to the in-laws. They just got a killer done, a cow, yep. and just got dropped off a heap of, like, T-bones and shit like that, which I cooked um, last night. And, like, they had a lot of excess fat on the T-bone. So, like, I trimmed a lot of it down, left a bit on there, but I had it all there, and I ended up feeding it to the dogs and that. But would you render that down to make, like, beef tallow with? Is yep. that what you'd render down? Yeah. And if you were making snags, would you keep that to put with, like, a lean meat like deer or fucking something like that to make snags with, you reckon? I don't know. I'm about, starting to think I, don't, I think you'd use... Yeah, yeah, you probably can, yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking when I had it in that bowl there, I'm like, oh, the dogs will love this. But you definitely, if you put it in like just like your normal barbecue tray and then had it in the smoker next time you did your pork belly bites or whatever you're doing, mm. and you just break that down yeah. and put it into your glass for your tallow. Well, Fuck that's what real. I was starting to think about. Like, as in, instead of doing this and feeding it to the dogs, I'm like, I could make a smick little tallow, even if you used it as like a, um, instead of butter or oil to that's start right. cooking your stuff in. Because I did... um. I'm running out of tallow because I haven't done a brisket in a while. And then I did the Wagyu burgers the other day and bacon Mm. and then tipped all that in there. So it's bacon, Wagyu fat. And then it just, like a cheap steak, it just makes it so, like tastes so much better. Do you know what it is? Bit of love. Bit of love. Bit of love. love. Cook with love. But it just puts so much more flavour into like an economy steak. Yeah. Because you can't afford fucking rib fillet every night. Mate, even just with a, a normal steak, I just like to, even if it's just your economy rump, no matter what it is, take your steak out. I like to leave it, get to fucking room temp, put a nice bit of seasoning on it, get your fucking pan or your grill or your plate sorted to a nice fucking heat. Yeah. And just get all those things right, let it rest afterwards, and straight away if you cook it nicely and give it a bit of love, it'll taste Better every time. Yep. And always season before you oil. Yep. I agree. That's there you go. There's cooking, tip, with, cooking cook, with Cam. Cooking with Cam and Tom. <laughs> That's right. Should have oh. a feast soon. Yeah, we should. Fucking oath. Right, we'll go two more. Rattle. Kim Corder. Tom Thumb. Bill Quinton. How you going, you cane toad looking cunts? You guys ever notice how many Queenslanders don't have teeth? These guys are evolving to make it easier to suck cock. <laughs> It's Pedo the Pappy Pasha here. So Pedo comes from last name, shorten it to three letters, bang on I don't like you do when you're a kid. Before you realise what a pedophile is. So yeah, now I'm fucked, aren't I, for life? On that fuck, cunts just call me file. Because, well, let's face it, that is pretty fucking funny. Now, bit of a vegan yarn, no mayo. Well, I somehow became Pedo the Crutchless Clown. Well, you know those fucking clown suits, one size fits all. Oh, I'm helping a mate out because some beta doesn't show up and I've got to fucking clown it up. Well, one size fits all don't fucking fit all because uh, I throw those pants on, all of a sudden me cock's inside me belly button and me, and me balls make a fucking camel toe, don't they? <laughs> well, I cut the crutch out of it thinking I'm fucking smart. 
Now all of a sudden I'm fucking pedo the crutchless clown. <laughs> FYI, I did leave me board shorts on. Don't want to scare the kiddies. <laughs> how many, how, how many screws in a lesbian's bed? You can't. None. It's all tongue and groove. <laughs> Love what you're doing, boys. Uh, in yous, out yous, catches. Good on you, man. Fuck, there's, there's like the top three there. <laughs> like, I don't know if he just took over second place or for, he might have... You know. have got a cunt of a job what today, an, man. What an ep. Right. What an episode full of fucking just brilliance. Should you want Quinn to go through? I'm gonna go first, second, third. No, I don't need. I don't need Quinn anymore. (laughs) (laughs) For this, I've got it. Righto, righto. One more. Oh, one more. Oh, that's right. We got one more. Righto. Sorry, I've just sold you short, mate. (laughs) That's Mm. right. Imagine if this just takes them over. Yeah, Stephen Bradbury. (laughs) We'll see. I can't remember. So, hey, lads, how are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thanks. Ben Norky, Oxford correspondent. Here we go. Um, so I've got a bit of a joke for you. This octopus walks into a bar, and in corner of a bar, there's an Irishman, an Englishman, and a Scottishman. And they're in a band. You know, that octopus is sat there. Anyway, he goes up to him, and he says, uh, What are you doing? And the Englishman says, Oh, we're, we're in a band. Play some music. And octopus says, uh, Can I have a go? So he picks up the uh, the guitar off the uh, of the Irishman. And the Irishman says, yeah, of course you can, lady. Of course you can have one. And this, this octopus uh, strumming this guitar, this best guitar player you've ever seen. He's better than Jimi Hendrix. He goes to Englishman. And he says, what are you playing? The Englishman says, I'm playing the piano, old chap. He says, can I have a go? And he goes, yeah, of course you can. And he starts playing this piano, and it's the best piano player you've ever seen. He's better than Elton John. And they're just all shocks. And he goes up to the Scottishman, and he says, what are you playing? He says, these, Sonny, these are the bagpipes. He says, can I have a go? He goes, hey, of course you can. So he gives these bagpipes all to Cuss. And Elton Cuss puts these bagpipes on. And these tentacles are flaring everywhere. But there's not a tune coming out of his bagpipes. After about ten minutes, the Scottishman goes up to Octopus and says, Ah, yeah, can he play the bagpipes, can you, lads? And Octopus says, Player, as soon as I get his pyjamas off, I'm going to fuck it. <laughs> anyway, legends, sweet Take care. Bye-bye. i tell you what. I want to learn how to play the bagpipes because on a bender, if you could fire that up oh, with a kilt in the trenches, you are the man. The man. If you Oi. see, oh mate, use a camping, like camping crab, and, and yeah, you yeah. can use, be half naked and fire up the bagpipes at four in the morning. No one's even up. Just come out does of the it bushes. Just me, or does it? Like I genuinely get fired up. By them, yeah. By, like, do you know Braveheart? Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Like when they're at the funeral and that, and they're playing the bagpipes and the passion there. It's like that cultural thing. Like, do you know how mm. the um the Kiwis man do the the harker and you see that passion there. I feel like the bagpipes, like that tune, even though it's not like pump up music. I just you just feel this fucking sense of just 
I don't know, passion there. It fires me up, man. Some of those yeah, bagpipe definitely. tunes. Uh, I heard an old story. I don't know if I've said this before. It was a Piper's band anyway, and um, one of their training things was um, you had to learn the piece or whatever, and they used to get the old prostitute to come in and um, jump under the kilt and give you a little suck anyway, <laughs> and, you, and you weren't allowed to miss a beat. Oh, true. Oh. And this one day um, the wife's come in to drop lunch off or pick him up or whatever, and they reckon um, kids are standing there next to him anyway, he didn't miss a beat. True. She just kept going. He just kept going. Oh. But the, the, I don't know how true the yarn is, but fucking, I liked it when I heard it. Yeah, anyway. yeah. That's, <laughs> didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat. But no, that is, the uh, bagpipes is just something about them, eh? Yeah. Fucking cool. But like you said, how good would that be? Righto, boys, get this in here. Imagine <laughs> steaming out with a killed on. Oh, I just think I would lose my shit if, if I was on a bender and oh. someone could just proper pump it out. Me too. The only problem is you'd have to when be the out fire on a bit up of, too, like getting that bladder, to, um, like you know, the first part, like me. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it'd be one of those things where you'd have to be on a bit of land, or because it's very loud and a noise that sticks. Oh, out, you're not you're you not know? firing up at the Oaks Casino Tower. Yeah, or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the Metro and the Cure. Yeah, but nah, fucking shout out to bagpipes. Oh. Yeah. Well, right, eh? What are we going? I think the winner's the very first yarn from today. Nice. The nightclub, nightclub toilets. Nightclub toilets. Yes. That was, that was just, well, yeah, like they're well put together, fucking cleared a few things up for us. And not many stick in your head after a whole episode of good ones like that, eh? Yep. Like for that to stay there. That's right. Second, just for a laugh, that end one before, which was? Uh, do you want the crutchless clown? Yeah. Or yep, the octopus? Yep. Yeah. And then third was big country. Mm. Yeah, the frozen chicken. Yeah, oh, that the was fro- a frozen fucking chicken beauty yeah. too. Mate, well, you got to feel uh, hard done by there because that's fucking... Yeah, that, that's there's so a, many good ones. Oh, that that was a couple of three winners right there. Yeah, but fucking that's nice. what happens, guys. That's what happens when the fucking quality rolls in. So keep the good work up because you're making this episode fucking fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> well, we're off to the brewery for lunch, so... Yes. Yeah, we are. So someone's got to do it. And we'll, we'll just do it. Do it so, for you. Yeah, we'll do it Happy for you. Happy Thursday. So, yeah, hope you have a fucking ripper end of your week and an awesome weekend. Um, stay out of each other. See you later. Cure them what you want. Knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first, the boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 